You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this edition of Orange County's longest running business talk show. And I apologize for being a few minutes late for those of you that have been waiting for us on the stream. For those of you listening as a podcast, you don't know any different, but we're going to have a great show today. Asbasia McHale is our guest. She's an entrepreneur. Welcome to the program, my friend. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me today. It's an honor to be here with you. Well, I've been looking forward to talking with you since we had a chance to connect a while ago, actually, in planning for this show. So as an entrepreneur, your latest venture, a little over two years, I'm wondering, what was your motivation for starting this business, The Steel Trust? So my motivation and inspiration actually happened many years ago, over a decade ago, actually. Um, I've always been that kind of person that's wanted to look my best always, because I feel like when you look your best, you feel your best. And there's a confidence attached to it, to that. You feel empowered. And um, obviously, before I got married and I was single, I had a lot of time to focus on myself and go shopping and work on my physique and look good. But after I got married and had kids and got busy with my career, um, you know, my body figure changed and, and it was just a lot harder to uh, focus on myself. And I remember um, there was one night I, I really was, I, I was getting ready to go out. And I remember trying out about five different outfits and I was struggling. I, I just couldn't figure out what to wear. And, and for me, that was, uh, it was just, I mean, I, I really was satisfied with my career and with my family life. And I was fulfilled in that sense, but I just felt like something was missing. I wasn't the best version of myself. That was just one night to, uh, just to express to you uh, many other nights of how I felt. And then I thought, you know, gosh, you know, I, ha I have a lot of great pieces um, that I, I, you know, and I have a lot of great clothes, but why am I having a hard time putting things together? Um, and, and it, you know, I always thought I'm a, you know, I'm a, I'm a smart person. I should be able to put outfits together. And I never really had sisters or um, people that I could go and ask, Hey, what should I wear? That was not something that I did, you know? Uh, and um, so the thought occurred to me, well, what if there was somebody in the cloud that I could just talk to and send my my thoughts to or sound, send my pieces to and they could just put outfits together for me and no shame attached and and they could just send recommendations to me and they could be sort of my personal stylist in the cloud. And that's really how the thought occurred to me. Um, it really came out of my own need for myself. Um, but at the time, I was so busy with work and so busy with my kids that I just didn't have the time, uh, the energy, the financial uh, whereabouts to put something like that together. But um, when my children became more self-sufficient and I, I knew that the need was still out there and I talked to several of my friends and my colleagues and I knew that. Um, they would benefit from something like this as well. That's when I, that's what compelled me to, to put my 
to to go ahead and, and start this business and put it together. So the firm is named the Style Trust. Correct. What's the significance of the spelling and the name that you selected? Well, the, the Style Trust is, um, it's a twist on the word style, right? It's spelled with, it's S-T-I-L, um, and it's an I, emphasis on I, on me. And, and, um, and our logo is basically the way style is spelled in the dictionary. It's, it's a clever way um, that we've, we've uh, expressed our, our, um, our word. And trust is because we want to be your trusted um, style partner in style. We want to be your go-to person for all your style needs. So that's how, that's how our, our, our um, uh, name came about, actually. You know, I think what you started in the open uh, is is so true that uh, I think all of us probably listening live or in the future on a, as a podcast have a couple outfits which we're all that about. When we put them on, we're in command, and it, and it would be nice to feel that way about more in our wardrobe, but that isn't always the case. And that sounds like what one of your missions is to help people to really be able to put together a look that you're consistently on your game because. I know that works for me, and it certainly sounds like what that was working for you as well. I'm wondering, you launched this business at the front end or during the pandemic. How has that been? What have you? What's right. that experience so, been like? I, I mean, I have to I have to tell you that it wasn't our intention to start it during a pandemic. I mean, <laughs> that that was never anticipated. Um, so that was uh, a huge. Um, a huge shock. Um, we actually uh, did a, a informal friends and family launch right before COVID. It mm. was in February of 2020. We didn't have our official website up yet. We were doing sort of an informal website and just everything was just starting to come together right before COVID. And um, we did our first uh, conference in February of 2020. And we went out and we were. Um, we had also talked to the digital marketing teams, and we had get, gotten everybody excited about uh, about our our platform. And um, it was just. Uh, it, it, I can't tell you the excitement that we had going around uh, our business, um, and um, we were all excited. Our team was excited, but then. Soon after we came back from the conference, that first week in March, it's that we were in lockdown. We came back and we were in lockdown. And uh, I can't tell you, it was just sort of like this, we reached this high and then all of a sudden this low where we didn't know what was happening. And um, it's funny because the conference that we went to was a physician mom's conference. Hmm. And so all the people that we had gotten excited about our service weren't even interested in us anymore because they were all in the trenches of COVID. And so, and then, you know, all the digital marketing that we had talked about, it was, it was very difficult. You know, we had still moved on with it, but people really weren't paying attention because by then people were locked in and nobody was interested in getting dressed up to go anywhere. And at the time we really didn't know the extent of how long this was going to take. We thought two weeks, three weeks, a month, two months. And so our, our strategy was changing consistently because we thought, oh, well, 
this is only going to be a three month thing. So right. we were still on track on track to launch formally in June of 2020, which we did. Our formal website did did launch in June of 2020. And but again, you know, people went out and about and there was another surge and 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 people were still afraid to go out. So it wasn't like there was a lockdown, but people still weren't going out. And uh but we we still pushed through and did continue to do digital marketing and thought let's still get the word out let's still let people know about us and then we did another formal launch for the men's site and we thought by november 2020 things are gonna <laughs> things are gonna get better right right, um, right. because right november 2020 we thought but in in reality, things actually got much worse. I think we saw even a bigger surge um, in November and December, January 2021. Things mm -hmm. were very out of control. I think we saw we don't want, we don't want to relive that, but it was much worse. Um, but we relaunched the men's site then as well. We just we kept on track. We persisted, mm -hmm. um, and so I, we learned. <laughs> I, the bottom line is that I think during that time I was still I was still doing a lot of digital marketing, even though we weren't we weren't acquiring many customers during that time. I was still trying to figure out how can we still get the word out? How can we let people know about us? So when this is all over and and done with, people would still know about us and would be ready to want to be part of our platform and want to um, be you know, use our service once COVID is over. Mm -hmm. So um, uh, it was never our intention to launch <laughs> during COVID. It just happened to be, um, right. happened to uh, happen. <laughs> so so the, there, therein lies the lesson that all entrepreneurs can probably benefit from. Right. I have and a lot of lessons to share with you, by the way. <laughs> persistence. All the way. Yes. Yeah, persistence is the key because because yes. life will give you a challenge, an externality, something you can't plan for, a global pandemic that nowhere in your business plan. Maybe people are now considering it, but previous to COVID, none of us were considering that. Right. I so, mean, I'm sure there were a lot of business businesses that did launch during COVID because it was opportunistic for them. Like yes. for instance, the people who are making the shields, I mean, it was a great time for them or the people who were, all these people who benefited from them, from the, the pandemic, it was sure. great for them. But for people like me, who whose services were absolutely not needed at all, this was a major blow to us. And because we were just starting, you know, I'm going to share this with you because as an entrepreneur, this was very difficult for me because I had no prior history before that we had just started. So I couldn't even take advantage of the PPP loans mm. because I didn't have any revenue before that to show them to take advantage of that. Even though I knew that if I could, if we had just had a good year beforehand that I could have taken advantage of, but I couldn't. Right. So. So, so you're he still here. You are yes. you, you are style here. Let's talk about what it is you do. What is the service? Just take us back through the platform and what service you offer your clients. Right. So the service that we offer is it is a platform that connects style minded individuals uh, with expert stylists who will customize looks 
based on their body shape, taste preferences, and their budget. And um, they'll customize looks using brand new items or items you already own in your closet and get you looking and feeling your best and providing confidence in every outfit. And um, when you when you sign up, um, we have memberships of all uh, for whatever your style needs are. Um, you can meet with a stylist once a month, twice a month, uh, four times a year or a la carte whenever you want. But each styling session entails meeting with a personal stylist of your choice. And then um, they you meet with them virtually like you and I are meeting. And then uh, after that, uh, they've gotten to know you by reviewing your personal quiz that you've taken. It's a very highly personalized quiz that goes over your body shape, your preferences, colors, fabrics, everything, um, who you are about you and what your style needs are. So they've reviewed that. They've gotten to talk to you. And then after that, and that you've basically told them what your needs are. So whether you need an outfit for a special occasion, um, a night out with your friends, uh, a professional look, um, let's say you're having an interview with Rick Franzi and you want to look really great. Um, so they'll put an outfit together for you. So you're, they'll put three looks together for you. And then within 48 hours, you'll get your looks and you can shop them directly from the site mm -hmm. or from your closet, because with every membership, you'll get your own virtual closet that you can upload your own items to, which is completely categorized into dresses, tops, pants, and that's your own virtual closet that you get when you sign up. Mm -hmm. So um, each styling sessions, you'll get three complete looks and that completes one styling session. So, um, and depending on how often you meet with them depends on what kind of membership you sign up for. So, so you're not only servicing women, you're also servicing men now. We are, we, we have been from the get go. Okay. Um, yeah. So, and, and, um, any, any learnings from that, any pivots to the business model based on what you've experienced so far? Right. So I have to tell you that during COVID, um, as things were starting to kind of cool down and now people were starting to get out and I had been investing a lot of money in digital marketing and we'd seen a lot of traffic to our website. I thought to myself, well, we're, we've got a lot of traffic to our website. Why aren't people converting? Mm. And um, so I had to ask the hard questions. I, I couldn't say, well, it's COVID. You know, I couldn't just blame COVID anymore. Right. So I had to ask the hard questions like, why aren't we converting? Why aren't people signing up? And um, that's when I started to say, okay, I, I really need to seek some help. I really need to ask somebody from the outside looking in because mm -hmm. you are in it and you think, you know, you know, this like the back of your hand. And so I, at the time, one, one great thing that came out of all of this is we continue to do the press releases. So the sharks discovery team, um, they reached out to us because they wanted to, um, do a commercial for us. Mm -hmm. And so when I spoke to, uh, the representative there, the vice president, uh, who was leading the the liaison, uh, who was going to help me with the commercial, she said to me, "You know, I went to your web 
your website and I'm still not sure on what you do exactly. And so that was the, that was the little light bulb that went off. Absolutely. And I was like, to me, that was heartbreaking. And um, I, I can't, I mean, obviously as an, as a business person, if somebody's visiting your website and they don't know what you do and you've spent an enormous amount of money <laughs> together, it's, yeah. it's, it's tragic almost. So I had to say, what do you mean you don't know what we do? Are you sure you don't? So I explained to her what we did. And she said, well, it looks like you may need to pivot and, and try to figure out how to, how to, how to change your website in a sense that you, you've got to let people know what you do. When they come to your website, they've got to see it and say, oh, I get it. This is what you do. But I, had, I hadn't sort of gotten that feedback until that point. Mm -hmm. And so what I did is I talked to another person who was in the field as well. And she, you know, they were, they were kind enough to speak to me and tell me and spend time with me and, and give me advice and say, yeah, you know, we went to your website and, and we're not exactly sure either. Are you like this brand? Are you a box service? And I said, no, that's not what we do. And so when you're hearing two people who are, you know, very, admirable people who are in the business telling you this, then you know, you've got, you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. So um, that's how I had to pivot. And I had to say to myself, okay, so I'm doing something wrong. And even though I spent all this money, I've really got to go back and reconstruct my website so that when people come to my website, they know exactly what I do. They know exactly what our service offers them. And so a lot of people you know, they spend a lot of money on packaging. For me, my packaging is my website. Right. And, um, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll spend a lot of money on packaging. And unfortunately, it, it, if, if you're not willing to change it based on expert advice, you, you may not be able to sell your product because it may not be um, telling people what your product does and mm -hmm. it may be hurting you. So that's exactly what was happening in my case. So, um, so that was the pivot that I did. And because of that, I realized that, hey, maybe this is not the only thing that's wrong. And maybe I have been doing things. Maybe I need to explore other things in my business that are not so great. And th at that time, that's when I sought out the help of a business coach. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I, I, you know, that's exactly when I hired a business coach. And I've sort of pivoted so many other things from there as well. So, so let's talk. Thank you for being candid. And I believe in the power of peer learning and, and giving a great example of how outsiders can have eyesight that you may not have even had being so close to the business. But what's the future? Where are you taking the style trust? Well, the, the future is to um, basically grow as a company and you know become a national brand i mean we have the capability to become a global brand actually right. um, our platform is built in such a way where it can become that um become that big and um we want to have a charitable aspect as well um we want to use some of the profits to also benefit women who are just starting out or coming out of poverty to to help them move forward and we want to do that through our our virtual closet so that when when we do 
we're going to add another service ultimately to our current services, which is when you sign on, you can meet with a stylist who will go through your closet and help you clean out your closet mm. and the clothes that you may not may, you may not use anymore. We're going to have them donate that to a women's shelter um, and in the nearby areas and then have those women possibly also meet with our stylists and get them ready to go out and interview too and get them out of their um, current situation. So um, there is that charitable aspect. And I've always said that I've wanted to do something for the homeless in, in California. So that's something that um, in the, in the future that I hope to do, but, but ultimately I would love to, the, for the style trust to grow as a company. I've, we've got other, things that we'd like to other services that we'd like to add on and make it a, a whole complete uh, uh, package where you're not just coming to get looks, but the whole package, right? Mm -hmm. So um, makeup, hair, uh, and it's, it's a wellness, it's more of a wellness uh, aspect. You know, I'm an emergency medicine physician. Um, and so obviously uh, making people feel better uh, and curing them is my goal. Um, and so in the emergency department, I'm making them better physically. Yes. Uh, but the style trust for me is taking them, taking that a step further and making them feel better and just sort of that taking that, completing that process and making them feel better on the outside as well and, and making them feel better about themselves and sort of just closing the loop, if you want to say. So that's really amazing how your core beliefs are able to be uh, acted upon in your profession. And now as an entrepreneur, you're able to extend that impact that you want to have on others. That's, mm -hmm. that's one of the great things about creating businesses is you can serve your community and kind of serve your need as well, which I, which I think you should be commended for uh, what you're doing. If someone would like to connect with you, or learn more about the style trust where do you suggest they go so if they'd like to learn about the style trust then they could just visit our website at the which is spelled with uh t-h-e-s-t-i-l-t-r-u-s-t the style trust.com um they there's a uh they can contact us on the um contact us site uh, at the bottom um, there's a little segment about me there if they want to learn more. And, um, we do reply to most people who reach out to us and if they want to become stylists on our, um, uh, mm -hmm. uh, on our platform as well. Um, we definitely would love to hear from you. We just hired a stylist from the UK. Uh, so, uh, that's what I mean about going global, right. but, uh, yeah, so it, it's, yeah, we're really excited. We're currently we're an all female run um, business. Uh, not to say that we wouldn't uh, take on any male, but uh, males. But uh, what I'm saying is that we have been supporting each other, and we we love to give each other feedback in a very nurturing and supportive manner. I know that 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 doesn't always happen in an in an all-female run 
kind of corporation, um, but we are all about supporting each other 100%. Um, having been initially the only female in an all-male partnership, mm-hmm. um, where now we're almost 50-50, but that's great. Um, I know what it's like being the only female, but and so I truly support 100% all the women um, in our corporation. And I, I am very, um, I viscerally understand what it's like taking care of your children, having to run out if they're sick, um, having, you know, having to put them to bed at night, um, all the little things that come along with uh, just the motherhood aspects or just womanhood aspects in general, basically. So um, uh, that is something that uh, we just nurture each other in that respect. So, Well, I am, I was excited to have you on the show when I heard your story the first time. And then after I met you, I was even more excited. And now we've just spent some time together and you've been an amazing guest. That's been, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. It's been an honor and it's been great to, to get to know you and meet you. And um, yeah, I really appreciate it. So this was episode number 1,397 in our catalog. If you're an entrepreneur here in Southern California, you have a story to share, contact me, get in touch with us here at the show. We'd love to feature you on our program in the future. I'm Rick Franzi, R-I-C-F-R-A-N-Z-I. That's my LinkedIn name. And that's also our website, rickfranzi.com. And until, until the next time we have a chance to be together, I hope all of your business decisions We'll move your company in a positive direction.